Welcome to the Best Ever You Show with your host, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, helping you live your life to the fullest. How? Real people, including celebrities, real advice, real places, products, and businesses, real life stories. It's all right here for you with this radio show, printed magazine, websites, community, and more. Remember to visit us online, too, at besteveryou.com. And now here's your host, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino. That all sounds so fancy. It's code for I'm sitting in my home office with my hair on top of my head with flip-flops on. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Best Ever You Show. Lots of love to everybody. Happy summer. Uh, we're we're in the thick of it now. The back-to-school stuff is coming out. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> oh, no. So uh, enjoy that summer because fall's right around the corner. No, no, no in my pool it just got warm here in Maine anyway whatever so we have a really cool guest with us now we're friends on Twitter Um, I have Fran Petrie with me you spell her last name P-I-T-R-E first name Fran S-R-A-N you can visit FranPetrie.com for more information as we're talking but um, Fran we've got a good community going on on Twitter don't we isn't that a fun group we certainly do we certainly do. What a wonderful group to connect with, uh, including you. It, it's been an amazing experience, and it's really blown up recently for me. So I'm just living in the uh, the, the glow of all this wonderful connections, and um, uh, it's just really taken off. Really exciting, it, and I'm so happy yeah. to be here today. Oh, gosh, I'm so happy that you're here, too. I'm glad you said yes. Lots of cool things happen when people say yes. Lots of cool things happen when people say no too. I get it, but you know when yeses are yeses are blessings, and um, I I'm just really excited to tell people and uh, all about you and have you tell people all about you because um, I think we were joking around on Twitter that like between the two of us we're parents of we're moms of ten kids. <laughs> wow. Ten kids. Yes, exactly. That is incredible to think about these two women and ten kids. Why, right? <laughs> Oh, can you imagine if we got a few more? You know, I was thinking about that. I'm like, join us for a big, giant parenting chat. And you and I were kind of talking about that, um, like doing a, you know, like a maybe like a six-part series or four-part or whatever it turns out to be. But, you know, there's a lot to think about parenting-wise. And, bef- you know, before I keep going on and on and on here, how many sets of twins do you have? <laughs> three? <laughs> I do. I have three sets of twins. Um, I'd never, you know, I planned it out and it happened just the way we, you know, we, we put it all together and planned it out and that's what we came up with. No, <laughs> no, we have our two girls and a boy girl set and then we have our boys that came last. So yeah, I never would have imagined this would be my life, but I wouldn't change it for the world. And how old is everybody now? I have so many questions. So part, I, can I Absolutely. just Absolutely. Okay. I'm going to fire them You can off. ask anything, Elizabeth. Absolutely. Please do, don't ever hesitate. I've got <laughs> girls that um, are 24 now. They graduated from college last year, and they're actually both now on their own. Um, they live uh, – one has moved out. I'm in Jacksonville, Florida. One has moved out um, with um, some friends out to Arizona. Um, her twin is now living uh, in a house with two other girls here in Jacksonville. 
but they have moved out, and it's crazy to think about that. But, um, you know, it was time, and I'm so proud of who they've become. Um, my next set of twins are a boy and girl set, and they are now finished their first year in college. They'll be starting their second year in the fall. And then my boys are 11, and they'll be 12 in October. <laughs> so there's a span <laughs> of different ages. So you're not done yet. Yes. <laughs> you got it going oh, on. Oh, I am very, very done. <laughs> no, very done having children, but not done raising children. That is for yeah. sure. No, we have no, yeah. quite a bit of ways to go still. Yeah. Our, um, yeah, I, I hear you. And <laughs> did you <laughs> – so funny. I'm thinking of the 24-year-olds. Well, I'm a, I, so for anybody who's listening, a lot of some people know don't know, but I have four boys, or we have four boys, and they're uh, basically this year 18, 20, 22, and 24. Right now, I have still two teenagers left. They're really 17 and 19, but all boys. And I was giggling as you were talking about 24-year-olds because um, our 24-year-old son moves out, moves back in, moves out, moves back in, and he's in right now. And um, <laughs> Got oh he got this amazing job um, for a company called Performance Food Group, and so he's a buyer there and he's saving money and doing all the so totally taking advantage of living at home, which is I think kind of genius in a way, um, because you get to put money in the bank if you can. Sure, sure. Yeah, but oh I I, I agree a, with that totally. Yeah, did you have? Well, a we move did in, actually all the way. Well, you know, all the way through college, we did the uh, the move out that started with uh, going away to college to begin with. So my daughter, mm-hmm. my, my first girls graduated from high school, and they said, that's it. We're going away to college. So one went to USF in Tampa. The other one went to UCF in Orlando, and we are in Jacksonville. Well, within a year, they both came back home <laughs> <And> <laughs> only because, you know, they weren't exactly sure what they wanted to do, and they knew it was costing a heck of a lot of money to live you know, away from home, you know, you've got uh, the expenses of college plus housing. So they kind of moved back to the Jacksonville area and one went to Jacksonville University and the other one went to University of North Florida here in Jacksonville, which allowed them to stay at home and continue their college careers. And they were able to work and save some money, et cetera. And it, it was much more doable. You know, they got to have that year away, which, you know, I think was, was, was eye-opening for them in a lot of ways. They had a you know, make a lot of mistakes. I'm sure some of them, I don't even want to know what they, you know, what they did. Um, Cause I know what I did when I went away to school, but um, you know, and then they came home and, you know, they came back with a little fresh, more, uh, more, I guess, uh, deeper appreciation for home and for what, you know, it can actually provide for you, uh, you know, less expenses, number one, and then the support of your family and um, you know, your friends from home that you missed while you were gone, et cetera. So we did have that happen. Now, when they graduated from college, it was a little different. You know, they were ready, and I think we all were ready. Just, you know, the time had come. It was it was time to, you know, spread those wings. Um, and so my daughter, as I said, one is on the other side of the country right now, and um, and she's, uh, you know, calling all the time. You know, we're always on the phone, and, and, and I think that's a good thing because I think, you know, absence does make the heart grow fonder in a lot of ways, you know, not just through, you know, with any, any relationship, you know, it can, can have that happen. And, um, and so I think we're having, and we both admit a better relationship, I think <laughs> with her, you know, a little, a little, a little distance between us and actually even between herself and her twin, um, they've gotten a little bit closer because of the distance. And, you know, the time was, was now it was right to start to spread their wings and, um, and start to, you know, discover who they are on their own. 
So, um, you know, and I'm so proud of both of them, you know, having made that big step. I didn't do that until I was married and, you know, got out and went on my own, but I never was on my own. I had my husband. So, so my hat is off to them for doing this this way and, and showing what, um, what strong, independent women they are. And I'm very proud of them. Yeah. So it sounds like it. They sound pretty, they sound cool, actually. That's <laughs> my yeah, word. They are I love that cool. word. Very <laughs> cool. Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty uh, doing their thing, which is, I love hearing yeah. that too, because, um, you know, sometimes us moms, we love to, you know, keep our peeps close to us. And it's really sure. sad when they even, you know, go, you know, work for the day. <laughs> it's like, oh, where are they? <laughs> it's but, true. It's true. But the, it's true. I, I can't even tell you how life is changing. And I kind of want to save this for our parenting six-part series, but doesn't life change when they go from, you know, these cute little toddler, well, you, you know, mine were kind of two years apart, each one of them two years apart. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of like a grouping, <laughs> you know, they, they all right. went together, but um, it's just wild when they get bigger and do their own thing and go off to college and, oh boy, life exactly. life's changing. It is. And it's gone so fast. Um, I, I, you know, people will tell you, watch out, it goes really fast, don't turn around, don't blink, your kids will grow up. Well, you know, they can tell you that all they want, but until you live it, you really don't know how fast it is, and it is so lightning fast. I feel like we just, you know, we were going school shopping, you know, for eighth grade, you know, seriously, and now they're, they've moved out, or, you know, or the ones that were just, you know, starting, I was getting, you know, their soccer cleats, and stuff together and now they're starting their second year in college and what in the world where is this gone and then it's interesting I don't know how you, if you found this too but the more children you know the older the ones the ones that are getting older and you're getting involved in what they're doing the little ones that come along for the ride for so you know so much of the of the time you know I was always you know filling the car seats back there because you know we had to run off to to baseball and we had to run off to dance and etc and there was always you know throw the kids in the car seat get them in the car seats you know well, they were like tag-along kids. Well, these tag-along kids are on their own. You know, they're doing so much on their own now. I don't know how they went from toddlers to being, you know, starting sixth <laughs> grade. I just don't know. I swear those wow. went faster than the, uh, the other ones did. So it just it does. So I have learned, you know, savoring and, and taking that time with your kids, um, you know, just doing what you can do together because it does go fast. You have to just kind of gain that appreciation of time um, and know that it's going to fly by um, and don't, you know, don't have the regrets of, uh, of not taking that time with them because it will, it'll fly. But, you know, if you know, you were able to savor, you know, there's no regrets. Don't the younger ones, like our youngest son, who's about to head to RIT in the fall, he's so much more independent than the other three. (gasps) Yep. Oh my goodness. I can't even tell you. I mean, they're all, uh, they're all really different. I mean, totally different kids and, you know, all that stuff, but wow. Um, he's so independent. Do you have yeah, he's watched. Uh, yeah, absolutely. They've watched their older siblings. <laughs> They've also watched their o- older siblings kind of, um, you know, uh, make mistakes, uh, falter, watch them be parented. I've noticed that too, um, that as, you know, from the parent perspective, you know, we, we hovered over those first couple. I know that I did. I was one no, of those, you know, um, 
Oh my goodness! And so by the second set, by the third set, yeah, they're out there making their lunch at five years old. No, not quite. But you know, honestly, you know, you just you become a lot less, you know, on top of them. And I think that they have they learn naturally to be a little more independent. Um, They watch the cues that you give your older kids, and then then they they learn from watching their older siblings, and they watch from the the, the morph that you go through, you know, as a parent. And they think, you know, well, no, I just don't stress the small stuff like I did, and they they pick up on that. You know, I think that when you're calmer as a parent, your kids kind of chill too. You know, they they, they pick up on that. And my youngest two kids are, are very, you know, more independent and more, I think, little they know that they're just a little less, you know, on top of my daughter. My first daughter always calls herself, you know, she was the experiment child. She knows she was. She <laughs> says she is, you know. She says, you're the, I'm the one that you did all those things for you. I'm the one that you never let watch any television shows or anything. And now I watch my younger brothers. I'm like, I get to do everything. I didn't get to do any of that stuff. I'm like, honey, yep. <laughs> you know, you guys didn't come with instructions. And we just did our best. And so, you know, here we are. And I think you're, you're better for it. Look at you. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. We have that conversation in here too, though. The oldest one is like, he's getting away with murder. I'm like, no, 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 no. We're just a little more experienced. We know what to really actually worry about and what not to. And exactly. again, that, that instruction book was missing on the first one. <laughs> I, right. I, I exactly. have stronger jokes, but like, it's funny. <laughs> um, and it's true. It's true. Yeah. Yep. Um, Okay, so we could go on and on about parenting, which I promise everybody we will at some point, because I think we're going to, I think, I do think like a six part parenting series, like, can you imagine like having, I wish I would have had that kind of access to people who would talk about their kids. This podcasting just wasn't a thing. Like when we were, it was like the big, I think the big discussion was like, should you spank or not? And I'm just like, no, that's not helpful oh, to me. Right. <laughs> I need, I need a better instruction book. There was a good book though, that, um, what was that called? It was like the first six weeks of survival. Uh, remember that thick survival baby guy? Oh, baby? Yeah. You remember that? What thing? to expect. All the, all the what to expect. All the what to expect books, you know? Oh yeah. Yep. And they definitely were. And they were books. They were hard you know, they were actual hard, you know, cover book, but not hard cover, but I mean, they were, you know, manuscript books, you know, nothing online. Yeah. There were no line, online things back then. So, yeah. yeah, we had to learn a lot of that stuff on our own or from a book or from our, our mothers, our aunts, our sisters, you know, that type of thing, much more than having it at our fingertips on our phones. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Or, you know, like just two moms out there talking. I just don't ever remember yep. having access like that. It was like a secret society of like, what the heck do I do now? <laughs> so um, mom, sisters, exactly. you're right. Grandparents and stuff like that. But if you wanted a differing opinion, um, you had to go to like serious, you know, different books and I just wasn't into it. So, all right, well, we'll give it a whirl and see what we do. But <laughs> speaking of books, I mean, really, um, I actually do not have your book sitting in front of me. I have loaned it out. Um, oh. So help me out here. I panicked. I'm like, oh, no, that's right. I gave it to my friend, Sarah. I'm like, oh, no. Okay. So, um, yes, Sarah has new twins. Uh, <gasps> Wonderful. Yes. Oh, not I'm three happy. sets of that's them, exciting. though. So, yeah. Um, so anyway, t- 
tell us about your book because it, I have two questions really. I want to hear all about your book and why you wrote it and all that stuff. And then I also want to know, um, are your kids like, Oh man, you're talking about us all the time. <laughs> are your kids cool with well, us talking I, about them on the they, You know what? And they are oh, really funny. cool. They really are cool about it. I think so much of they've gotten so used to it. Um, you know, so, so the book is called twins times three. And that's a real, you know, mystery behind that book, right, title? (laughs) But, you know, what happened with that and why it even came to be is, and and that's sort of like a a really good segue from what we were just talking about. When I was pregnant with my first set of twins, um, I could not go online and get into some mommy blogs or get into, you know, some chat rooms or get on a Facebook page and start talking about, guys, I'm, I'm pregnant with my first set of twins. What do I do? No, that was not an option in 1994. And so um, what I did is I got my What to Expect books. You know, I did that type of thing. But then I went on, when I went on bed rest with a high-risk pregnancy because I was contracting early, which is what mm-hmm. happens a lot of times with multiple pregnancies, um, I was given a blank journal. And I thought, okay, well, I'll, I don't know if I'll ever get to that, but – I had so much to do with so many plans of what I was going to do while I was on these several months of bed rest because I had gone from working full time to I had was put on, um, you know, medical bed rest by my doctor. And I thought this is going to be awesome. Well, that got old really fast. I will tell you, you know, you can always watch too much. You can only watch so much television and read a book and work on some crafts or whatever you can do. Well, I got, you know, I'm, I'm a very active person. So that was just one more thing that I could do. So I grabbed this empty journal given to me by my friend and started to just jot down some some experiences, some thoughts, some observations. And, um, you know, I've always been a jotter. I've been writing song lyrics since I was about eight years old, and I was never really a writer per se, but that was the kind of writing I would do. So jotting was real comfortable for me. Well, I started to write down, you know, just some of these deep thoughts that I had and, and fears and all the overwhelmed feelings that I had of the future of, of how, you know, to take care of myself and these, these people that were on their way, you know, that were going to be hundred percent, my husband and my responsibility. Well, long story short, um, I filled that journal up, especially when things got to be really, really crazy when hospitalizations occurred with me and, and medication to stop contractions and, all those day-to-day experiences that were just like something out of a novel, um, I started to write these things down. And then I did it again with my second pregnancy. Years later, about four years later, um, I thought, you know, it's a good time to do that. It would, I was able to jot down some of the, you know, the questions that I had. And, you know, and as a person of faith, um, a lot of it had to do with just fears. And, and I would pray and I would just write my, you know, my thoughts down and, and hope that, um, you know, uh, the outcome would be good and uh, that I was, you know, able to, to get and be the, the mother that I was, you know, hoped to be one day. And when the third set of twins came along and um, I at one point looked in a drawer and I found some rubber band uh, journals, I took them out and I was actually adding to a baby book that I was doing um, for my third set um, not that I've always been a baby book writing mom. I, I had those great big plans to have all that done and everything perfectly documented for our kids because, you know, they're still sitting at the top of my closet right now, but unfinished. Um, I hate to say, <laughs> but it's true. And uh, 
Well, I realized that I had in my hands the beginnings of a book. So when the boys were about six months old, and now I already had six kids, I decided to go and um, take an opportunity when my husband would say, go take a break. You know, you just finished nursing. Go ahead. Whatever you want to do for the next 30 minutes, you know, those little tidbits of time that you'd have. Um, And I would set up my desktop computer in my office, and I started to write a book. And over the course of a year, um, I went from the beginning, and I went all the way through to um, to when the, they were, I guess, 2009 was when it was finished. So it was a little over a year, and Twins Times 3 was born and became my, my seventh child. <laughs> <laughs> and um, had it published and released. And um, because, you know, it's interesting, we, we go through these experiences that we have, all these ups and downs, the roller coaster rides of life, and we realize, I know that I did, came to me one day that these experiences we have are meant for us, but I think they're also meant to be shared and they're meant to be um, used to inspire, to comfort, to educate other people. And, um, and so I continued with that project, saw it through and realized um, that it was a blessing, you know, to be a vehicle um, that other mothers could turn to and look to um, for, um, a source of information, a source of support, and also a source of education, a few good laughs, because there's a lot of good things in that book that will show you, you know, how funny life can be and um, how funny children are and how funny it can be between a husband and a wife, you know, trying to figure out how to raise kids. So, um, and that's the story of how Twins Times 3 came to be. And it's, it's awesome and amazing. And I, I think the the book is big too. It's, it's, it's not like, you know, a, a, a couple, you know, it's, it's thick. It's a, you know, <laughs> it's, an inch it's and a half hefty, thick. It's a it's big a hefty book. book. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, Absolutely. And when, and then I, I, you know, I, I re I, it's a little bit bigger because um, in 2009 it was finished, but then I updated it last year, you know, in January. And so now the 10 year anniversary 2019 edition of the book, is out. And just to answer your question quickly about the kids and what their perspective is and about mom talking about them. Um, you know, the book is written from my perspective. I don't, I don't go in and quote the children. I don't, I don't really, really invade privacy when it comes to, you know, their thoughts and their perspective. It's really from the, from the perspective of me as their mother um, and my feelings toward them and how I've observed their dynamics between the two, you know, between the sets of twins. And, and also I think it comes down to just my pride in, in who they've become, um, yeah. you know, with, with all we've been through. So that's, that's, that's the story. That's the story that I try to share. And it's a faith journey. It's an up and down faith journey. You know, I, one of the things I, I applaud you for, not doing, and I don't know if this was ever an option for you, but I'm so glad you're not a reality TV show. Uh, nope. We've been appro- we've been approached for that, and it's like, no. I have been actually three yeah, times. Yeah, I'm sure you have. I have two, twice. Mm-hmm. That's like, no, 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 mm-hmm. no, no. <laughs> um, it frightened so. me when uh, I was actually approached by that, and they actually knew a lot about my children. And I realized, well, I put that out there. I put a lot of it out there, their names, etc. Um, but yeah. TLC, um, yeah, mm-hmm. we've been approached. We were, yeah, definitely approached to do that. And um, that was not an option. It never became an option at all. <laughs> nope. <Here>. Um, yeah, <laughs> and, um, yeah, 
And it doesn't look either like um, like you've raised them with an in- Instagram in their face either, you know, like a camera in their face, noting every every movement. No, in fact, my, you know, I think I just shared my right. viewpoint on that. <laughs> Sorry. Well, no, and you know what? I think I also think this: they are individuals, and they they um they deserve the highest a level of respect. Um, all of our children do, um, and I believe that my parents raised me to respect my privacy. Um, you know, in a, in a in a in a generation where it wasn't nearly as much of a threat of of your you know privacy being uh, invaded um, back then. Where today, I you know my Instagram, my my you know really all the social media that I have is not about you know putting it in my children's face as much as that it's about just, you know, my own things. This is my things, and they're old enough. When they're old enough to have their own um, social media, you know, that they can do their own thing. That's their that's their prerogative. Um, I don't yeah. have any desire to, to get in their faces, and, you know, that's, that's, that's their business. And I believe every child needs to know that you respect their their privacy. Yeah, let's go there for a second, because I think this okay. show's going to end up helping parents. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, absolutely. Or, or um, you know, let's talk about social media for a minute because, you know, there are okay. kids growing up and not very happy with their parents. It's like, wow, you documented every, you know, aspect of my life, you know, and we actually had a um, a bunch of moments in this house where I was like, you know, this is really cute and everything. And I'm taking these pictures of you and posting them and everything like that. I'm like, but, you know, I think I, uh, this is your life though. I can't just go posting without Especially when, I don't know, I just kind of, I don't know how many years ago it was now, but before I post anything about them, I ask, I actually ask, um, it is not a given that just because I'm your mom, I'm going to post about you or take your picture and, and post agree. it or anything like that. I mean, I flat out ask and there's a lot of no's well, like, I oh, post- don't post yeah. that. Do you do that? I absolutely do. And you know how I learned yeah. to do that? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody hit holler at you. Yeah, exactly. And you know because, well, exactly. Well, you know, have you ever had that that occasion where you're tagged in a photo and you're like, that is probably the worst photo I have ever taken in my life, and now it's all over <laughs> somebody's, you know. And I thought, and you want to go in there and you want to say, would you please take that off because I really hate it, you know. And and I've had it. I've done that before. There was a time, and yeah, I and I'm I not too ashamed to admit there was a time that I was carrying baby weight. I mean, I was, I mean, six kids and, you know, this poor body, you know, I'm a five foot three woman, you know, um, who's oh always, you know, a size four. <laughs> right. And then having all these kids and it, by the third set and I was over 40 and I, I'll tell you, it was, it was a real challenge. Well, there was a photo one time and I was in it and I said, okay, I need you to take that down. please." <laughs> yeah. And so I felt, and I knew how that felt. And what, it was a dance for my daughter, and she was in middle school. And I thought this picture was absolutely breathtaking of her and, her, and some other children, you know, that they were together getting ready for the dance. And I put it on Facebook, and my daughter was mortified. And I said to her, I am so sorry. I, you know what? That was so inconsiderate of me. So I took it off, and to this day, that was years ago. And until this, and to this day, I if I'm going to put something on, I have to send it to everybody. I have to say, okay, now there's three right here. Are any of these good enough to put on to, so I can wish you a happy birthday? 
and I and you know, and it may take some time and all that, but it's worth it. And I think that they under they appreciate the fact that I've considered that, you know, and and yeah. Yeah, that or that they just knew that I they'd be you know getting all over me if I didn't. But I mean, and, and really, when it comes down to social media, really, what I do um, like to post when it comes to them personally is just the celebrations. I'm not going to post, you know you know, every little thing that they do or what they're out, what they're doing. That's their job that they want to do that. That's their, what they want to do. Um, with yeah. me, if it's, if they're turning, you know, if they're, their birthday, I'll put a picture of them at me three too. years old, you know, and say, there they are, you know, and now look at these guys. They're, they're 24 now. How did that happen? So that kind yep. of thing. And of course, you know, but yes, I do agree that, um, that today, I think, you know, our, our privacy you know, is, is, is given less merit and less and less value. And I think we need to, uh, to let our children know that we value that because, um, you know, it just shows the respect that each person, you know, is entitled. Um, if you yeah. respect them, they will respect others in their lives as well. And it'll, it'll, you know, they'll pay it forward, you know, with their kids one day, et cetera. So, yeah. you know, I think that's well, very important. Well, we all knew something was happening when, you know, w- with the invention of like Nintendo DS, the handheld, everything and you know and it right it yeah you know just all the electronic you know the games and the it, it got, they got so they were handheld and you know thing times were changing and the, the you know the phones you know you and I grew up in I don't know how old you are I'm I'm almost 50 um you know we right. grew up there weren't there weren't cell phones there was a there was a Right. Like even maybe like a Polaroid camera that, you know, you had to wait to develop. <laughs> I had one of those, exactly. um, you know, and, or you took your film, you know, I'm, I remind people of this because my kids are like, what did you do? I'm like, yeah, we would take pictures of the event and then nothing was instantaneous. You had to take the film out of the camera, drive it to either the drugstore eventually, or like <laughs> an actual camera lab have it developed. You'd get your pictures about a week later. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, people used to dial up the phone too, you know? And so things have (laughs) changed so much. And there's, you know, there's a whole generation of people that have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, really, they're so young. And it's it's, so I, I think about that and I, I kind of like to compare a little bit, which isn't my favorite thing to do, but you know, when we grew up, you didn't have a phone, you know, somebody taking a, picture of every single thing you do there was no post about every accolade every time you got an honor roll of you know that kind of thing mm-hmm. it was a phone call you know mm-hmm. bobby sue made the honor roll mm-hmm. yay or a letter mm-hmm. written or a clipping of a exactly. newspaper or completely different world we live in now and um i don't know about you but um i remember when my kids went on facebook uh, i was like okay well you can be on there but guess who your best friend is <laughs> You're looking at her. <laughs> That's right. Oh boy. Um, you and know, it's because... true. You know, it's like a double-edged sword when it comes to social media and 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 technology today. But you know, we've said that since the beginning of time that technology, you know, has developed over the years, and every generation has its has its you know its conveniences and its um as we said double-edged sword because there's so many downfalls when it comes to some of these things that, um, and I know I'm watching my, you know, my, my young adult children today, the stress, the stress that they have and the anxiety that they live with as part of their lives. We did not have when we were young adults, we did not, you know, we were not, um, out there on social media every day 
proving to the world how perfect we were. And if we weren't, then yeah. there was something wrong with us. Um, and I think that that, 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 uh, that level, that expectancy of, um, you know, um, raising that bar that's constantly being thrown at our children, they, they're expected to be this, 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 you know, example of perfection that just isn't true. And it's giving them, you know, um, standards by which they just cannot, if they, if they attain it only, you know, temporarily, you can't sustain it. Um, and I know that that's what's caused a lot of the stress and anxiety today. Um, and I've learned that, you know, on my own, I've learned that in the beginning when I was trying to blog and trying to, you know, put my story out there um, on social media, I've found that uh, trying to represent us as this perfect, perfect family. Um, Well, that only goes so far because it's not true. Number one, number two, I think more people can relate to your imperfections and they can be comforted and they can be supported by the mistakes you've made much, much better than the fact that you're saying, well, I did this right. And I did that right. And you need to do what I do because I do it right. Well, that's not life. That's not the way it is. So I think, um, you know, there's that, there's that positive side to it where we can put yeah. ourselves and our imperfections out there and say, here I am and all, all my faults and all my, you know, all my wrinkles next to my eyes now because I'm not 25 anymore. But that's okay because, you know what, life is life is life and we're here, you know, to support each other. We're not here to be yeah. perfect. Yeah, I, I agree. We keep it real on Best Ever You for sure. Yep. Um, we were just talking about that yesterday. I was I was being interviewed by uh, uh, Sherrianna Boyle uh, on her show, and we just talked about how that's kind of what I intend on Best Ever You is to have it be this, like, safe, trusted space and place yeah. for people to just be all right. You know, it's not a, it's not a competition. It's a collaboration. And so, um, you know, I, I love that. And I I love what you just said because it's so true. And the whole time you were talking, I, I was listening and thinking also about um, not really listening to respond, listening to listen, but what came up mm-hmm. was Instagram and your and girls. And I was thinking about your girls as you were was were talking and um, how just on my own, even at fifty, Instagram sort of stresses me out. I feel like when I go on there that I'm not perfect and airbrushed and, you know, in my bikini and, uh, God, you know, if I was younger and on Instagram, um, like sucked into all of the, everything of Instagram, it would, and I like Mm -hmm. Instagram. I'm, I'm kind of learning Mm -hmm. how to use it a little bit better, but at first glance, it's a, it's very stressful with how perfect people try to be on it. I think people must take a hundred selfies to see if one turns out. (laughs) And that's true. And that's wasting time. Don't you find it's like good grief. Let's do what, what more we can do with our time than trying to get that perfect bathroom selfie. You know, you you look at those, (laughs) um, you know, in the, in the public bathrooms, you look what's behind them. I'm one of those people. And I look at pictures on Instagram and this is the funny side of it. In my perspective of it, I think, did you not see that load of laundry on the couch behind you? I mean, why are you taking that picture (laughs) and posting that? You know, (laughs) I was messing around yesterday, like, I, and I was like, I wonder how people do that. And I was just sort of goofing around. And I took one of those mirror <laughs> selfie things. It was mostly as a, I, I have a comedic side to me. So I was like going to post it sar- sarcastically joke and everything. And it was 
totally about the pile of laundry in back of me. I was laughing <laughs> so hard. So I will post that now because we've talked about it. Oh, I but love hilarious. It. There's there might even be like three piles of laundry behind me. I would crack <laughs> myself up so hard. I was like, Oh, I wonder how people airbrush their laundry pile out of there. Oh, I was <laughs> there was a, a whole yep. comedic skit going on. So I'm glad you said it because it's super funny. But you know, <laughs> but anyway. You know, and the other thing I remind kids, my own kids, is, you know, everything on there lives. It lives, you know, that's living on, on the Internet. All people have to do is Google your name and up pops your picture of your, you know, thong. Not that <laughs> right. My, you know, right. Yeah, right. Not that my boys are around. Oh, yeah. That, but you know what I mean? I'm just like, <laughs> Wow. You know, it's there. It's gonna live on, and um, you know, yeah. Oh, and that's the yeah. thing. I saw this billboard the other day that said, "Let your future self thank you for your behavior today." Yeah. And it just was a little, little, you know, public service announcement about what you post. Um, you know, I, I tell my kids that. I try to tell my kids that too. I try to say, um, you know, and and I know that they've got good heads on their shoulders, and I do trust them. And, yeah. Um, there's a point where I just, I don't, you know, follow everything that they do. Cause I, I want them to know that I trust them, but you know, it's, I'll say things to like my younger boys. I'll say, you know, guys, you could be sitting at a job interview and this could be your follow-up interview, or maybe you're even the third interview where you're really, Oh, you feel like you got that job. You've worked so hard to get it. And then all of a sudden you realize they said to you, well, sir, I'm so glad you came in, but we decided to go with a better candidate. And then you'll never know that they just did some look some research on you and found a photo that was silly and you, you know, were doing something that was a little bit immature or whatever it could have been um, 10 years ago. And you'll never know that that little photo that you did and posted so long ago cost you a job that you worked so hard to get. So little Isn't things like that, that you know, um, and I, and I've, and, and I try to pass it on to everybody, you know, so, and that's the, and that's part of a little tidbit. So I'll put little tidbits in like that in my book and try to keep that on my blog, yeah. little things like that. Yep. I think we're doing our parenting shows. Um, you know, I, the, <laughs> our boys were raised with a sign on the fridge. Um, it says, be careful when you follow the masses for sometimes the M is silent. Yeah. <laughs> I put that on there. True. Yeah, yes. And, and there's all and, the little vid, little, and the little graphic that goes with it are just a bunch of, you know, donkeys walking along, not looking like they know what they're doing at all. So, yep. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and hashtag gratitude because we love gratitude. But, um, okay. Yes, so ma'am. Let's keep going. And um, yeah. I hope people are finding this helpful because we're, you know, sharing some insights into producing, you know, people out into the world and it's you know it's challenging these days and hopefully this is a little guiding light a little little bit of information anyway um i think we're going to do one on babies babies oh they're so cute anyway don't you oh miss your goodness, babies yes so aren't babies the cutest <laughs> my sister Absolutely. has babies she's 15 years younger and just is is in baby mode right now and they're um Aww. three three and one and they're the cutest oh boy and a girl they're so adorable so um Anyway, okay, but let's talk about music because we're oh, multifaceted here. And yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, so tell me, okay, musician, you were, you've always been a musician. Did your music kind of go to the, you know, 
I, I don't see you as like a bye kids. I'm I'm going on tour, you know, similar to me. I didn't do that with <laughs> no. my book. Uh, I I neglected no. to do the book tour because I had tiny kids. And right. um, yep, but you're kind of back doing music. There's a new album out. You always were. It's the name of our show today. Um, you and I mean, yeah, music. I almost <laughs> tell me all about your music. I'll, Yes. I'm so glad you brought this up. I'm so glad. Yes. So, you know, there's things that we like to do in our lives. There's things that we pursue. And then there's things that just who are who we are. Um, I was um, I was singing before I could talk. And my mother would say that I would, um, she'd go to get me out of my crib. And I was, um, she could hear me singing the, um, the jingles to, you know, commercials. And the Aww. theme shows, the television shows, the theme songs, you know. Um, um, but long story short, uh, I was involved in musical theater as a child and all through high school and college. But my um, my love for the arts was not just in the performing arts. I was also into communication arts, and my graphic design degree was what I pursued and did that. But when I first got married, my husband and I, I married this wonderful man that I met when I was 16, and he was 18. We went all the way, finished high school and college, and he got his degree in architecture. I got mine in graphic design. We got married. We moved to the D.C. area, and um, so we were starting our respective careers. <clears throat> and I got involved in a in a rock band. So I was a uh, I was a front man, <laughs> lead singer, backup singer um, in a rock band for many years up there, living, uh, you know, just doing everything we wanted to do um, as a young married couple. And then came along a first set of twins. Um, at that point, music had to <laughs> be backburnered. Obviously, I had my hands very, very full. Um, and when the second set of twins came along, and that little pot that was stewing back on the back burner, I just turned the burner off. You know, I just turned it off. I thought, you know, that's not going to happen. It's not now. It's probably not ever. Um, although it stayed inside my heart and stayed in the back of my my mind. I had four young children at one point. I remember looking online um, at one point when they were uh, home and um, while I was running my graphic design uh, freelance business from my house while I was a stay-at-home mom, um, I remember one time just kind of getting a, a just a wild idea, look into some bands, see if there's anybody local looking for somebody, and I stopped myself. I said, what are you doing? You have four small children. I don't know what you think you're, you're thinking. When again, oh, help, it didn't I happen. need a break. So, <laughs> that right there. So, right, right, right. Listening to but, this, Exactly. <laughs> then, then the third, when the third set came along, I figured those days were completely over. Um, I still would sing to the music that I had in my, you know, in my um, uh, CD player next to me or wherever while I was working. And my kids always knew where to find me because I was in my home office working. When they come home from school, they could hear me before they could see me. Um, but the boys were about to turn 10 years old a couple of years ago, and I heard some music. And something just lit inside of me. My dad, my mom, and my dad have always been very supportive of my, of my, you know, of all of us. Um, I have three brothers and myself. And uh, you know, my dad, I remember he'd stand behind me and he would be doing, you know, the sound and the lighting, you know, for productions that I would be involved in. Um, he was also from New York and he was really into jazz music and loved music. And they both loved, you know, music presentations and such like that and never skipped anything that I ever did that they weren't there in the front row. Um, my dad passed away in 2012. And um, in 2017, I was just listening to some music and I swear my dad had something to do with this because it occurred on his birthday. And um, 
this music just lit a fire in my heart. It was some classical music I was listening to. And um, from that point on, that was a pivotal moment in my life. And uh, I got involved in some local uh, band here in Jacksonville, uh, connected with a friend of mine in New York City, um, and started going up there and performing with him because he's like, come on up and do this with me. And I did three times, twice on uh, Broadway stages where I got to do some backup for his, uh, for his act. It was amazing. Um, and then mm. I grabbed some old lyrics that I had been working on for years, and I put them to song, and, and I work with a, a local composer or arranger here in Jacksonville. And so now I've got an album that was completed in, in December of 2018, and um, I have a band that I work with here in Jacksonville. It's called Fran Petrie's Class Act. And we perform locally here, and, and I still go up and uh, do some New York engagements here and there, and I'm living my dream. I've got an amazing, supportive family. My husband is oh. my biggest fan, and I am his, and, um, and that's what's going on. And You Always Were is the name of the title song, and I wrote it to the spirit of music because I said to it, I have no idea why you came back now, but you did, and I'm so glad that you did. And I think that you're a part of who I always you know, a, a part of who I am, and I think that you always were, and that is the name of that song, and why it's the title of that album is what it is. I love it. Uh, absolutely love it. <laughs> so, in a uh, nutshell. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's amazing. And what I, I think, what I love more than anything too is that you know you don't have naysayers around you. Oh, there's enough. That not not in my family, not the ones that matter. But, you know, um, it's interesting just to jump back to that whole social media thing. Um, you know, it's, it's, in, it's interesting what silence from some people, the, uh, the message that sends. I've had a lot of support. And, of course, that's what matters, those that mean the most to me. But I have noticed, you know, over this couple years of, um, of starting to, you know, create the music and get it out there and, you know, introduce certain things that I'm doing, um, uh, there will be the certain people that were all right, wonderful, lots of hearts, lots of thumbs up, and then the silence from so many people, family and friends, um, and that's okay. Um, you, know, you know, I don't know what they're thinking. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, you know, that is a that's a. Uh, you just I'll throw my best ever you coaching hat on for a little bit here. Um, yeah, it's pretty co- it's pretty common. Um, all yeah. of us have a joke yeah. that do anything creative that people are just used to you. Those are the people that are yeah. super used to you. And it's not a knock or diss or anything like that. It's just they're used to you. You know, they live with you or they or they know you or you're in the grocery store or, you you know, you just, you know, it's different than if, you know, it just is it just is what it is and a lot of people have their own struggles too with thinking about what they have not achieved yet or something they always wanted to do and you're doing it the world's filled with all sorts of different kinds of people so so you're you're best to just I wouldn't even think about it and just keep doing what you're doing blinders Mm -hmm. on go and um, nothing stopping me exactly (laughs) yeah no I hear you though um do are any of okay this husband you speak of yeah (laughs) what's his name yeah and um, his name is Bruce and he sounds really super supportive and cool you guys have been married for how long now 34 years 
So when we got wow. married when I was eight, you know, that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep, do the math, math right there. You go. So <laughs> congratulations. Uh, he and I. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, he is a cool dude. Yeah, you know, it was funny. I was talking to one of my one of my friends, and she's like, you know, I've started to just tell people I'm 65. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, oh, my God, you look amazing. Fabulous. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, life oh. is what it is. I mean, life's <laughs> going to keep going. What is the alternative? You know, what's the alternative? And, you know, at you least I can breathing. say that I'm – Right, right. And at least I can say that, you know, I'm not, you know, you hear that the term life is too short or the little saying life is so short, you know, you got to live, you know, live it. Um, um, I think that maybe some of the silence people, some of those naysayers, they may be saying, you know, well, darn, you know, I, I didn't get to do what I wanted sure. to do. Well, you know, why don't you do think it. this way and say it's not too late. If I can do this um, with the size family that I have, you know, with uh, with everything that I have going on, um, and I'm doing it. You know, I'm not anything special when it comes to you know that I had like I don't know special powers here. This is just me wanting Action. to do it. And people will say, yeah. how well, how do you find time? So much of it is the fact that the desire is there. That if the desire is strong enough, the passion is great enough, you will find time. You will find time. Yep. To do those things um, because the desire is there and because of the support system. Yes, exactly. It matters. Um, my husband, and sorry, I jumped around there. I wanted to answer your question about him. Bruce and I met, I was 16, he was 18. He was a freshman at LSU. I was still in high school. Um, and he was just that sweet, that cute, mm. that, that funny guy. And we just you know, we weren't even exclusive, you know, for a few years. And then we were, and then we were engaged, and then we started our life together. And he and I have been absolute best friends, you know, all along the way. Now, it has not been a perfect road we've traveled. We've had our challenges. We've had, you know, our, our you know, the moments of grief. We've had loss. We've had so many things. But at the same time, we've never, you know, we've always received respected each other's and respected each other's desires and our individuality. Um, we, we communicate, mm-hmm. we share how we feel. We listen to each other. We really listen to each other and we give each other the space we need. And at the same time, at the end of the day, when we need to applaud each other's, you know, um, accomplishments, you know, we are there for each other. He is the first one to jump up and start applauding after a performance and everyone sees that and people look at me and say relationship goals right there, you know, right there, because you (laughs) and your husband have something so special. And I am so fortunate to have Bruce Petrie as my husband and, and I know it and I tell him every day and my children see it. Our children know, you know, that through the, the good and bad, you know, we are in this, you know, to the end. And, um, you know, and they've, and they've, they've had that, type of, uh, you know, uh, our experience and the role models, you know, to learn yeah. from. So, and I'm yeah. proud to say that. Yep. Yeah, I, I am too. We're, we're uh, very proud. I, I love it when people have been married for a really long time. And um, I love to, I, I love to think about like, well, what makes this successful? Like sometimes people say, how did you, how are you married that long? How did you, how do you right. stay married? How, how did you, 
even get married. You know, some people are like, I can't even, you know, find who, who I love in this world or whatever it is. There's so many different people out there and stuff. And I I love what you just said. Um, You know, my, my take a little bit is like, you know, adjusting to change, you become masters of, if you want to, you become masters at adjusting to change because Mm -hmm. to be married to someone for any length of time, you change. I mean, I've gone from being 28 yeah. years old to 50. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, it's right. completely and it's different. True. And you do change and we change as we, as we, you know, as our life goes on because of the different experiences that we have, um, you know, we watch each other change and we have to just give each other that, that space to, to be that changing individual yeah. um, and support each other and love each other throughout um you know and not not always easy to do but i have to say the foundation of our marriage is our faith i mean we're both very god-centered we um Mm -hmm. we are both practicing catholics and very very devout and very active in our in our community and and you know with that comes you know uh, comes that 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 very strong foundational um glue and um although it's been tested over the years many many times um, and it's waned and it's, you know, it's, it's grown and it's, it's had, you know, those times, um, in the, in the end, you know, we've always only gotten stronger as a, as a couple, um, because we've had to learn on, you know, lean on each other and, and on our faith and lean on God to help us get through, you know, difficult times. Yeah. I'm, um, keep talking for a minute. I'm pulling up a text from my husband that I wanted Absolutely. to share with you. It's pretty Absolutely. cool. Absolutely. Yes, please do. Cover yes, me. Please do. Um, I will go on. Uh, you know, you can tell already I don't have a problem just kind of rambling. <laughs> it's Me not either. something I, I'm proud about, but, um, you know, I don't have a problem with it. And, um, you know, I have to say with all the things that um, that we've been going through and then the, and the reason why I'm on the show today with you, a lot of it has to do, you know, with who we are and what choices we've made. And I'm proud to say that my children um, – have individually at different times come up to me, you know, not only are they not angry about the fact that I've, you know, shared a little bit about them in a book or, you know, that, that they know that I'm out doing music and all now they, they think it's the coolest thing. And, you know, have them say to me, mom, you know, you just blow me away. You are my role model. And that is very, very humbling and very, very satisfying as a mother, you know, to, to hear that your child says that to you. Um, oh my gosh, it makes every sacrifice, you know, worth it. And then they can watch it and they can see that um, life never ends and that life is a, is a, is a always progress progression of change and reinvention and that what they don't do right now in their life is okay because there'll be time later, you know, to, to live all the dreams that they have in their lives. Yeah. Do you ever feel um, like, in, almost like inseparable sometimes with your husband, you know, you're just like, Oh man, I have to be away from you for an hour. Do you have that? Do I feel like it's a bad or a good thing? Do I feel like no, a bad or a good, a good thing? thing. No, no, no. It's I, a good yeah. thing. Yeah, no, it's a really good thing. So uh, here's that. I'm going to lay up that for a second Aww. here because my husband had to do a presentation in Boston today. And so Aww. he, you know, I put him on the commuter bus and stuff like that. And he texted me and I'm like, gosh, I miss you already. And he's like, yeah. And he said, I, I miss you already. I'm like, yeah, I miss you already too. And, um, and he said, thank you for being my partner in life. I couldn't do it without you. And it made me cry this morning. I'm like, Oh my God. He's like, I love you. And I'm like, okay, I'll see you in a few hours. <laughs> you know, it's so cute though. 
That's wonderful, that, Elizabeth. And I'm so happy that tough. you have that. Well, I am too. <laughs> but, you know, what, yep. what a sweet, you know, he's just sweet and he's such a good dad and all that stuff. So I hear you. And that is what it's all out. about. That is what it's all about. And Bruce and I have the same connection. And, um, yeah. you know, we're crazy about each other. He's He travels with me to New York. You know, we've got the older kids that huh. can watch the other ones. And we're able to do that stuff. So, And, and we still are absolutely crazy about each other, I'm yeah. happy to say. Yeah, I'm yeah. super – I always tell the kids this. I'm thankful for them because they've started to give us breaks. They're like, I've got it. I'll watch the dog. I'll watch the house. I'll watch, you know, I'll watch everything. And and you can leave safely and know that, you know, a giant school party isn't going to erupt. You know, they're just really sweet right. like that. Aww. I'm, and you've so that after all these years. They, they're really sweet about it, too. I'm like, oh, thank you. That's really kind of you. <laughs> Wonderful. That's because you raised because you raised them right, Mama. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, and you, Mama. So, um, okay. So, tell me about those little ones, the twelve-year-olds. What are they? What do they do? Are any are any of your kids musically inclined? Also, that was my question. Well, let's see. So, my daughter, my my first daughter, is a dance major. She graduated um, in dance, and um, she wants to go on. She's she performs and she teaches. Um, she's been teaching, you know, for several years while she was even in school, she was teaching and she would like to go on in school and become a dance therapist, which is a, which is, which is a doctorate. Um, it's a master's and going to a doctorate. And I see her doing that because she's taken that page out of my book too, in, 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 um, in the therapy field to be able to mm-hmm. use what you love to help others. Um, so she is definitely, you know, inclined in terms of the performing. Her twin, you know, that is Catherine, and then her twin, Lauren, um, she graduated with a degree in English and a, um, in writing and a theater minor. So she's also very much into performing and singing and acting, and, um, and she would actually like to do that. She likes um, to screenwrite, and she writes for a blog, and she's, mm-hmm. um, and she's an enormously gifted um, visual artist as well. My uh, second set, set of twins, um, my daughter Erin, uh, and that uh, set of twins is um, most. I hear her singing all the time, and she loves to sing. But that's not what she wants to be. She's going to be a CIA, the CIA director one day. I kid you not. She is completely different than her twins, um, than her sisters, and she's all into. Uh, she's been in military. Um, ROTC, JROTC. She was in leadership with that. She was court commander all through, you know, high school and in her senior year. And um, she's, you know, doing just tremendously in college. And her her twin, my son Brandon, um, is very uh, electronically uh, uh, inclined and very uh, has that kind of brain like his dad when it comes to uh, anatomical, well, um, more analytical mind thinking. And I don't have that at mm-hmm. all. Um, and then the little guys, let's see, they are big into karate, and they're both just made the transition from Weeblo Cubs into Boy Scouts. So they're very much um, <laughs> so into service and, and hiking and camping and, and that type of thing. And my husband, I all along, I did the four older kids with every bit of their extracurricular stuff. Well, Bruce mm-hmm. has taken over with scouting, and I'm so happy about that. Oh, good. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did Girl Scouts. I know kids. what you mean. It's like, oh, yep. well, that's very cool. I love hearing about that. We're going to run over time, guys, um, just a little bit. <laughs> so what happens is 
so we close the show out professionally and so forth. Um, the show will go into record mode here in about a minute. If you're listening live, it might cut off, but that we're recording, so you can come back and finish up and, and listen. Otherwise, call in at 646-787-8537 to listen to the last part of the show here. We'll probably run maybe five, ten minutes more. Is that okay with you, Fran? Or Yeah, do you have to go? Okay. Um, I know I'm fine. Yeah, I love hearing about all your kids because that's another parenting lesson right there, too, and that everybody's different and they're not all going to be exactly like you and uh, or maybe even remotely like you. Correct? Right. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's funny. We start out with little children that we try to, you know, hover over and do everything for. And then we realize their their own um, likes and dislikes and their preferences become very apparent very early and you start thinking gosh this little person this little person is a little person yeah. <laughs> and this little person well, has their own opinion don't they wow and can't you see it you know that's a that's a one that's the piece of parenting advice that I like to give out and people are like aside from that goes by really fast stuff I always say boy they show who they are when they're little a lot of the times if you're mm-hmm. really paying attention like like um, our one son, Quinn, uh, who just graduated from college with a meteorology degree. He was always looking up at the sky. Always. Look at the stars. Look at the weather. Look at the, wow. look at the wind. Look at, I mean, you and, and uh, my husband's like, well, he's an astronaut or a meteorologist. I don't know which one yet, but that's it. He would say that when he was like five. It's like, that's wow. an astronaut or a meteorologist. I don't know which one. Isn't that funny? It's amazing. Uh, it really is amazing. It truly is. Um, and um, and they are. They are who they are. And they they will start to assert that independence so quickly. I do a you know in my blog I've got some you know talks or just some some blogs on on independence, especially when it comes to twins because there's a, a dynamic there that everyone wants to tend to group them you know as a as a set. And um, sure. although all all of mine are 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 fraternal twins, which means they're just siblings that came together. They're not no identical sets at all. Um, you know, they still get grouped in a set. And, um, you know, it's so important to recognize the individuality of each child um, because it allows them to feel like a, a you know, a very valuable individual. Um, but it's, it's, a, it's amazing how they can show from day one. Each of my sets of twins had a, I called a, a just a calmer, more you know reasonable child, and there there mm-hmm. was the challenging twin, and it was always the firstborn that was the one that I you know lovingly would refer to as challenging, whereas the self soother was the secondborn and was the thumb sucker. Is that amazing? They all did it. There was a firstborn, you know, colicky, needy baby, and the second one that just knew that. They couldn't compete with that other one, <laughs> and so why try? So I'm <laughs> so just going to lay here, and I'm going to suck my thumb and put myself back to sleep. <laughs> because, and it happened you, with uh, every set, but – pardon me? Well, do they, uh, do they interchange themselves? In other words, you know, like um, is a 12-year-old boy best pals with the 24-year-old girl or you they know what I mean? Do. Do they do. Okay. They do. They have a very important, you know, relationship together with their, with their own twin, but – Say, for instance, my, my youngest daughter is best friends with my second born of my first set. I mean, those two are inseparable. They really are. And um, mm-hmm. they, they, they are, they're very good friends. And my boys are so funny because 
there may be seven years difference between Brandon and Sean and Benjamin, but man, can their ages blend when they're playing with their Legos? I kid you not. Yeah. <laughs> they yep, will, know. you know, they will create, they will create these things and all their ages will just blend together and they'll all be at the same age. And um, yeah, yeah, and they are all such individuals for having the same parents who have essentially parented them with the same rules and the same guidelines and the same faith base. But every child has proven to be a, a true, you know, individual um, with their with you know very vast differences between them. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, yeah we've got they all mix up and hang out and go out for lunch or whatever they're going to do, but they are very individual for sure. The yeah. one um, yeah. we've got one who plays college baseball, and that child was born during a baseball. I mean, oh my God! Okay, anything that was. <laughs> Anything that even remotely looked like a baseball was getting thrown. Uh, I can't even tell you. I mean, just so wild. And the other thing about him, too, is he's um, so he throws left handed, but he's actually right handed. Wow. Yeah. Like he writes right handed. He's Mm -hmm. (laughs) bizarre. Wow. Yeah, they're all different. Yeah. Yeah. People love to talk. If anybody wants to come on here and we'll do more shows about kids, I love talking about kids. They're the future. I do too. And I love it when people take care of their kids and pay attention and they're present and and the kids are all happy and it just makes for a a, a more peaceful place. You know what's so important that we just have to always remember when it comes to being a mother is that, um, you know, we're given this opportunity to raise these children, but they're not ours. They're not ours at all. You know, we're just entrusted with their care. And, you know, we're, we're here to, as you said when we started this show, we are here to, to raise and grow these very independent, you know, strong-minded, um, loving, you know, um, contributive to society. <laughs> you know, these people, we're growing people. We are trying to grow these people. And, um, and that is only a part, you know, we're only a small part in all of that, but you know, we, we do the most we can possibly do. And if we spend the time doing it right and knowing where the priorities are when it comes to our family, um, you know, we won't have those regrets. I was, I was fortunate enough to be able to stay home with my children. Um, so although man, yeah. we could have used the extra money. So I started freelancing from home. And so when they were down for naps. And when, you know, dinner was over and um, I would, you know, finish that, I would go into my office and I, I worked on magazines and I worked on websites and I worked, you know, I freelanced and I earned supplemental income the best way that I could. Um, it kept my, it kept my career, you know, kind of current and it kept my mind, you know, well and, you know, in, in, in challenged um, and mm-hmm. as well as my skills. And, um, and it was able to help our family, you know, a little bit, you know, I could, take yep. a couple of the bills, you know, and cover over them. So, um, so yeah, but you know, you, you, in, in the long run, I want to look back and say that I was home, you know, and I, I was able to be there um, for my children when they were children, when they were little and, yeah. and just let them know how much I valued, you know, their, my time with them and their time yeah. with me. Yeah. We, uh, my husband and I pretty much have both always both worked from home uh, for the most mm-hmm. part throughout our career. Both of us, we have two home offices and, um, yeah, we've for years, for 15 years now, we've worked from home. Oh. Isn't that cool? That's wonderful. <laughs> it, yeah, it's absolutely been, cool. It's the coolest thing yeah. ever. <laughs> and so I have a husband who's never missed a baseball game. I've got, you know, just on and, you know, so the same things that you that you hope for, it's 
it's there and it's really it's really quite something the the so but you know now let's get we're we're changing again because you know well one graduated from college which means we have two in college again still at, at the same mm-hmm. time but i'm going to do right. maybe we'll come back and do a show called the laundry <laughs> 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 the boys' laundry. The boys and even laundry. that, I mean, I can't even say it's just the boys' laundry because I'll tell you, the girls are just as bad. I guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will come I back with a show called The Girls' Bathroom. Oh, yeah. The boys' bathroom. <laughs> I, I, the boys' here where the toilet paper doesn't go on the roll. It's like, you got to be right, kidding me. Right. Oh, right. Right. So you just funny. see it sitting right. there. No, the boys' bathroom is not nearly as bad as the girls' bathroom. I, I tell you no lie. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, but we're gonna we're gonna do a show called The Laundry. Anyway, I might do a blog awesome. called The Laundry by by Fran and Elizabeth. The Laundry. Anyway, all right. I have loved having you on the show. Thank you for playing along with my reindeer games. It's always kind of fun. Uh, <laughs> I've enjoyed every second. I've I, it's been an honor. It's been a pleasure, and I can't wait to keep doing this with you. Honestly, yeah. this is gonna this is the start of something beautiful. I can tell already. Isn't it? Yeah, I, Absolutely. I think something cool. I had, you know, I had another guest on, um, you know, sometimes you have guests on and they don't want, you know, they're on and then they're on their merry way and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. um, I don't feel that way with you. And I had another mm-hmm. guest on. He was so cool. Listen to the show with Winston Ben Clements, if you haven't. I I saw that you posted about that, and I will. Oh, I had audio. That's when I had audio glitches with at the very beginning. So I just kind of, oh, okay. um, I went. I never edit audio, but I went in and cut out the front part of the audio as best I could. I'm not an audio editor, um, so it kind of skips from the intro to like him talking, and it's clunky in the beginning. But the whole rest mm-hmm. of the show is beautiful, and um, he's a brilliant soul and such a lovely, oh. lovely, sweet spirit. He's really cool yeah. guy. Um, and how our limitations really... are just, yeah, our limitations oh. are just our imagination, right? Yeah, that's yeah, what it was. It takes he... someone with that special. Oh, his TED Talk. Watch his TED Talk. You're just going to, it'll make you cry. Uh, I will. I, mean, he, I will. When you, when you feel like, you know, you're having a tough day, watch that. <laughs> you know? It's right. It's like, oh, right. he's amazing. Anyway. So, all right. I w- so tell me about your music one more time. Where can people buy okay. your music, buy right. your book, well, follow you? Excellent. What do you want people to well, do? You can, oh, I so appreciate you asking me that question. So they can, anyone can go to FranPetrie.com. I make it pretty simple. I branded myself. I may be the, the author and, I'm also, and the mom, but I'm also a musician. So I'm going to put it all in one place so it's easy for you. So F-R-A-N-P-I-T-R-E.com. You can, it's my blog, and it has my book information and a link right to the book. Um, it's the blog that talks about all the anything that has to do with twin parenting, uh, everything from from you know uh, pregnancy and breastfeeding and toddlership and uh, toddlerhood and being able to figure out when they're out of diapers and all the way through college. <laughs> and if you scroll down that main page, you'll see that I talk about the music that came back into my life, and it's a a link right to my music website where you can um, purchase the music. You can link to all of these streaming sites where my music is. My, um, my first album is called You Always Were, and it is, um, it's on every streaming site, individual right. music and the album as itself. Um, and you can find it at Spotify. Just search my name, and you can find it at on iTunes and Pandora and every place, um, uh, just searching my name. I'm also on YouTube. 
And um, and so you can also go to my website directly for lots of information, and that's FranPetrieSings.com. And that's where you can contact me and where you can see uh, also see the music, where you can see the background on myself and some and my gallery of photos and what's been going on and what's coming up. So uh, between those two websites, that's what you, but if you go to FranPetrie.com, that can start the whole process, and you can find okay. anything you want to find from there. Okay. Yeah, and I also like the fact that you're very active and engaged in social media. It's really you. It's not a company you've hired to be you or anything nope. like that. So it's all me. make sure yeah, make sure as you're listening, everybody you really can you know, you can ask questions and and um tell Fran how much you love her because we've loved her on the show and I hope <laughs> you come back and to Bruce and your beautiful family, thank you for letting us borrow and share your mom with the world and your wife. Um, we're really proud of her like you guys all are and um, we success you got you're already so successful we're going to pile on a little more <laughs> right <laughs> elizabeth thank you so much best ever you i saw you on on twitter and i just gravitated right to you because you know that's what life is it's, it's trying to reach and be the best ever that you can be you know emotionally and physically and for yourself and for your family and for the world. And, um, and you inspire me. So you, you have been inspiration to me as well. And I am honored to be in part of your show today. So I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. And um, yeah, I, I wanted to end it all about you though. <laughs> so I'm going back <laughs> to you. <laughs> um, please everybody. Thank you for that. But um, I, I, I love all of you guys, and that, yeah, just a, always a reminder that we don't do this alone at all, right. um, any part of it, and we all need each other. And I always say this at the end of every show because you all know me. I hate ending shows, but we have to go and be respectful of our guests because we've kept another one over um, on time. But when we have a guest on here, what I love about all of you is that you embrace our guests. Um, you all know that Best Ever You is super grassroots, a little bit husband-funded, you know, those kinds of things. And um, so, yeah. And um, so I love it when you guys go visit the website. But, you know, when you listen to the show, when you share the show, when you buy Fran's albums or books, you know, all that good stuff, that really matters to us for real. Um, because I don't pay advertising dollars to get the show out there or anything like that. It's all you guys clicking and listening and um, all that good stuff. So we appreciate you all. Um, we're chugging on up to up and over 3 million downloads at this point. Um, so it's, it's really important and we're really thankful and it matters a lot to our guests. Right, Fran? <laughs> it matters. It, it matters it's, tremendously. Uh, Thank you. Oh uh, yeah, it matters. So um, you guys all matter. Have a beautiful day. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, I'm going to end on a quote from Fran. Actually, she said, "I might have, I might not have this written down perfectly because it was, it came at me kind of fast." But it was the general gist of it was, "Use what you love and know to help others." I really like that, and I like her parenting style and that philosophy with her children. And really, it was really cool to hear that her kids are doing that too. So, um, dance away. All right. Lots of love, everybody. Fran, thank you very much for being here. Everybody go to FranPetrie.com. Fran, thank you. Thank you. Lots of love to you and your family. Um, All right, everybody. We're out. Yep. Thank you. And um, okay. So our our guest on the 25th, I have to get the pronunciation of her name right. I'm going to be a pronunciation killer right now, I think, but it's Gordana Bernat, I think is how you say her name. Um, she is an amazing author and soul too. And we're going to have her on the 25th live with us 
for an hour. So July 25th at 1 p.m. Eastern is our guest, uh, Gordana. And I hope I said that right. I've, I didn't listen to the pronunciation of her name right. And I'm a name killer. Um, so we'll get that right before she comes on. But anyway, we've got a show on the 25th at 1 o'clock, and I hope you'll join us live. All right, everybody. So Fran Petrie, the author of Twins Times Three, the uh, her first album has been released. It call, it's called You Always Were. It's wherever music can be purchased and listened to, streamed, and so forth. Go to FranPetrie.com. We're out. Have a beautiful day. I am going to go cannonball into the pool. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Best Ever You Show. Want more? Visit us at besteveryou.com. Be your best and keep it real. Confident, successful, caring, and beautiful every day with Best Ever You. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.